Alright guys, so my tip number one of the week would be trust and know your doctor. Which means if you don't like your doctor, if you don't trust them to um, guide you the way that you want to go. Um, and that could literally be about anything, not just infertility. Um, <clears throat> change your doctor. Um, so the way that I found my OBGYN was my primary care doctor. I told her what I wanted and she said, okay, I think this doctor would be beneficial to you. <clears throat> I went to the doctor and lo and behold, he was the perfect match. Um, that's not always going to happen. You might have to um, go to two or three different people till you find someone that um, listens to what you want. Um, but don't give up. Um, <clears throat> the reason how I know that I love and trust my OBGYN is because she's very mar- matter of fact. So... She tells me what she needs to tell me, but in such a way, like, she explains everything so well that I really don't have any questions after she's done talking. Like, when she told me, okay, we need to take out your right fallopian tube, um, she had me come into the office. She did not tell me over the phone my results, first of all, because that would have freaked me out. Which, I love that. She said, no, it needs to be an an office visit. So, I went into the office. She explained what she found. She explained what it was that she found. She, I mean, not all doctors do this, but she literally drew a picture. And then um, she said, okay, so that's not supposed to be there. So, we need to take that out. Even if you were going to a specialist, um, a fertility specialist, they would want to take that out too. So pretty much by the end of her explanation, I mean, I didn't have any questions. She had already explained everything. So I was like, okay, then take it out. If that's what we need to do, you know, take it out. Um, It gives me the same chances of fertility as anybody else because since I don't have that damaged tube anymore it doesn't damage my eggs um, now my problem is going to be getting to ovulate every month um, I th- we think we have that um, we're starting to figure that out but this is not about me this is about you so talk to your doctor tell them what your goals are tell them what your history is that's very important tell them what your history is and (coughs) (coughs) um yeah go from there and if their um vision doesn't match what you want or if you feel like they don't understand you 
I would give them one more chance. If they just, you just don't think you guys click, I would for sure find another OBJYN. There's no problem with that. Um. Anyway, so that is tip number one. No and trust your doctor. And explain everything in detail that you want so there is no misunderstandings on your side on what you want your outcome to be. (coughs) Anyways. Love you guys. Tomorrow I will come back with another tip. And uh, end of the week, this will be a whole podcast on its own. I will keep adding to this for the seven days. Um, So yeah, tip number one. Know and trust your doctor. Bye guys. Hey guys, welcome to day number two. So this will be added on to the previous podcast because it's really, I don't want to like <coughs> just have a bunch of podcasts about the same subject. So it's going to be added on. Um, so welcome to day number two. Um, this really should have been tip number one, but anyways, I digress. Tip number two. Tip number two is besides having a doctor that you know and you trust and you just click with. Is being honest, open, raw with your partner. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're trying to have a baby naturally, if you're trying to go to IUI, IVF, if you're going for adoption. I mean, infertility is infertility, and we all go through this road, and it's rough. No matter what type of birth you're going for. Ooh, I'm sorry. No matter what type of birth you're going for, no matter how you get there, the point is you have to be on the same page with your partner. And I think that's a very important um, step that should have been the first step is you think about what you want to say. You think about what your goals are. And of course, depending how long you've been doing this. Uh, the conversation's going to be different. Um, of course, everybody's like first step is, okay, let's try to have a baby naturally. Um, for some people, that's not, um, that's sadly not going to happen. Um, so some people try IUI or IVF, which is, um, still you carry the baby, but it's more doctor controlled. Um, and it still has to do with your body, sadly. So sometimes it takes and sometimes it doesn't. Um, so let's say you've been doing that. For a while or maybe you did it one time 
and you're just like, I'm done. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that knows how much you can take. Um, Let's say you've had a lot of miscarriages and you're just like, I just cannot do this again. Um, Because they're hard. They are very hard. Um, They're physically hard and they're emotionally hard. So let's say you're just like I'm done and you communicate that to your husband and your doctor you're just like I'm done so the next step is adoption um again you have to be very open and raw with your partner that is the only two people that you have to be open and honest with is your doctor and your partner because those are the two people that are going to help you get where you want to get. Um, now, I don't know anything about adoption. I, um, of course, I've done research like some people, but I I don't know anything about adoption. So I have no advice there. I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, so, going back to the tip of the day. Be raw. Tell them I'm done. I don't want to do this no more. Or tell them I'm ready. Let's do this again. Or whatever your. Wherever your mind is. At the moment. Go for it. Go for it. Talk with your partner first. Um, Because. Sometimes. And I'm speaking about myself. Sometimes we come from a very emotional side of ourselves because we're women and that's what we do. And um, our partners are able to like ground us a little bit. And that doesn't mean that your opinion changes or that what you're thinking or saying changes. It just changes the way we think about things. So, let's say you've had a lot of miscarriages and you're just done. And you're just like, I don't want to do miscarriages anymore. I'm done trying naturally. Um, You can voice that. And you can tell your partner. And it, he or she, depending on the relationship, uh... So, I'm going to just keep saying partner. So, I don't have to, like, keep saying he or she. Your partner has to make this decision with you. Yes, it's your body. But, there's two people involved. At least. So, the third is your doctor. But, at least two people involved. So, please, please, please be open with your partner. Tell them what you're thinking. Let them be open and let the same thing goes for them. They have to tell you what they're thinking. Be honest, be raw. Um, It's going to make it closer because you're having those private conversations. Um, And then if it has been that long, which for some people it has, if it has been that that uh, 
really difficult road, and you're just like, okay, we need a third party to like guide us through this. That's when knowing and trusting your doctor comes in, and you can make a talk only appointment with your doctor. I don't know if you knew you could do that, but you can make a talk with my doctor appointment and tell your and your partner go in there and you tell them, okay, this is where we're at. Uh, if you have an established doctor already, they will already know your history, where you've been, and understand where you're at. And they can either say, okay, but we haven't tried this yet. Or we can try this, or let's do this, or they will agree with you and say, okay, I understand where you're coming from. So, remember, no one trusts your doctor because they will guide you the right way. And um, your doctor, because they know you, they will guide you the right way for you. And number two... Be open and raw with your partner because it's not only about you, it's also about the person right next to you every single day going through this with you. So, that's my tip number two. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And I'll come back tomorrow with a tip number three. Anyways, love you guys, and see you guys tomorrow. Well, talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to tip number three. So, to review, tip number one was I have a doctor that you know and trust. Tip number two is be open and raw with your partner And for tip number three is have a good, solid support system. Now, why do I say that? I say that because, yes, your doctor and your partner are a good support system. But, Okay, so your doctor is going to be the scientific side of things. And they can be there for you to explain things. But you don't take them home with you. Um, Your partner, they want the best thing for you. And um, any sign of like distress or sadness. Or if you guys are going through something together. Like a miscarriage or... um, Let's say you failed IUI or IVF or maybe an adoption. I don't know. Wherever you are in the stage of infertility, um, they're going through it with you. Yes, you're, you're the one feeling the brunt of it because it's your body. But they're going through it with you as much as they can. Um, and you need to have someone outside of your partner so you can process and 
mourn the loss, whatever type of loss you're having, which that could look several ways. That could be you're trying to get pregnant for so long and it's just not happening, or um, your hormones are all out of whack and you're trying to get them under control and it's just not happening as quick as you want it to. Or you're getting pregnant, but you keep having miscarriages. Or you went the route of IUI or IVF and it's just not happening. Or it's happening, but you're having miscarriages. Or um, you went the route of adoption and it's just not going as quick as you thought. And you just want to have that baby in your arms. Ultimately, the the morning side of things is you want to have that happy ending. And since your partner is going through it with you and you cannot take your doctor home with you, you need to have a objective person that you can sit with and that could be a pastor, that could be maybe you go to therapy, that could be um, your your couple best friends meaning you have to have someone that you can both go to at the same time and process out loud what you're feeling without you feeling judged or without you feeling like you have to hide anything from that other person just you need to have a support system and um that's important I'm sorry, that's important for many reasons. Um, Some people do fall into depression, and um, I myself, I take Lexapro, which is for anxiety and depression at the same time. It's kind of like a combo, a two-for-one thing, Um, but not everybody has to go and take pills. Some people process things out loud. And that's why it's such a good thing for your partner to be your best friend. And if they're not your best friend and you don't feel like you could be open and raw with them, then there's a problem. Because... Your partner should be able to come to you for whatever. And you should be able to go to them for whatever. And I know... And knowing this is true for me... um, When my husband's having a hard time, I'm the strong one. And when I'm having a hard time, he's the strong one. And we kind of seem to flip-flop. So we're never weak at the same time, which is amazing. And what best friends should do and should be there for. Um, I do have a support system. Um, My mother is my support system. She's my best friend. She's been through every single medical um, thing that I've had up to this point 
with me, even if she hasn't been able to be there physically. But she's always um, aware of what's going on with me medically um, and emotionally as well. And she helps me process and I tell her what step of the process I'm in and we're able to think of things together. And, you know, she's my support system. And uh, my husband doesn't have that. So I'm able to be that for him because... I do have someone outside of my marriage who I talk to, which is my husband. And, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, my mother. And, um, I do go to therapy, so I'm able to talk to my therapist about that. So, I have two people that I can talk to. So, it's not all on my husband to be everything for me. Not one person can be everything for you. So, I don't know if you guys trust in God or not, but that's a solution too. We do pray every night before we go to bed. Um, So, instead of me asking God, I want a baby right now. I ask God, you know, when things are supposed to happen. And you know if it's meant to be or not. This is what I want. But ultimately, you know what's best for me. And um, that came from a long time of processing things. So that was not an easy thing to come to terms with. That somebody else ultimately knew the plan better than I did. But... He does. At least I believe so. So. That's why having a good support system is really good. Because they help you process things. And help you figure out. They help ground you. That's what I'm trying to say. They help ground you. To. Okay this is what you want. But there's a timeline. That things are supposed to happen in. So. That is tip number three. Have a support system. Alright guys. I will see you guys tomorrow with tip number four. I'm sorry. I was all scattered there. Um, There are so many things I wanted to say. Maybe I need to have notes. Please let me know on my Facebook or my Instagram if I need to have notes. Just, Just let me know. Anyways, if you have not known, um, I do have a Instagram that's just specifically for my podcast, which is, you can find it with the little at symbol, let's vent 91. And you can also find me on Facebook. Um, I do have a private account that's just for family, but I also have a public account that is for my podcast that's where I let you know when I posted a new episode or I've added on to this uh, which this week I'm just adding on to the National Infertility Awareness Week podcast so I don't have like seven podcasts in a row um anyways who knows I might keep doing podcasts every day but 
for right now. I'm just doing it for this week. Um, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram or on Facebook. And please let me know how I'm doing. I do not have notes because this is called Let's Vent. So I am venting from my heart. So if you want them to be more organized or something, which I'm not, but if you want me to, I will have notes. So just let me know. Anyways, I will come back tomorrow with tip number four. So I hope you have a wonderful Thursday. I think it's Wednesday. Is today Wednesday or Thursday, guys? It's Wednesday. I hope you guys have a wonderful Wednesday. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. So tip number four is eat healthy. By eating healthy, I do not mean go on a diet because I hate diets, okay? So it's not going to happen. What I mean is eat more protein, more uh, vegetables, things that are good for your body. Um, I found out that eating a lot of fruits, it's a no-no because it has a lot of sugar in it. I didn't know that. So, probably limit your fruits. Your natural fruits still have um, a lot of sugar in it if you overdo it. But just eating a lot of proteins, a lot of stuff that's good for your body. Please do not go on a diet because I hate diets. Um, sometimes... Sometimes your um, doctor says, I want you to lose weight, which is the same thing that my doctor told me. But instead of her saying, you know, go exercise, go do this, go do that, she, um, She said, just have a healthy diet. And exercise, like, exercising, meaning, like, go on a walk. Get your heart rate up over 30 minutes out of the day. And, um, I have not been doing that because I just had surgery March 12th. So, I'm still on crutches. But... (laughs) When I can and when I'm able to, I am going to at least go on a walk. I mean, I have a puppy now and she is like high energy. So that's going to be a good excuse this summer to just get up and tire her out. So, um... Yeah, guys, tip number four. Eat healthy. That's a simple one, I think. Uh, because it doesn't have to be... You have to do this or you have to do that. It's just eat healthy. That's it. Because let's say you have a guest <clears throat> at your house. In the house that you live in right now. 
even if you don't have a spare bedroom and they're sleeping on the couch, or let's say, you know, blow up mattress, whatever, you're going to make sure there's food in the house and they have stuff to drink and that they feel welcomed. It's the same thing for your body. You're going to house a little human and you want the the best possible environment for your little human. So, eating healthy, drinking lots of water, getting your heart rate up, uh, those things, I mean, I'm not saying that that's going to get you a baby, but, I mean, why not just eat healthy anyway? It's healthy for you, and it can't hurt, right? So, yep, that's my tip number four, it's eat healthy. Anyways, I'll be back tomorrow with a tip number five bye guys hey guys so i spent all night last night at the hospital so i actually forgot to do a tip of the day but i figured out while i was thinking about it that i told you to eat a healthy diet but I never told you what foods or what you could do diet-wise, like eating-wise, to, um, I guess, have more of a chance of fertility. I don't know if these things are true or not, but it was on a medical website. Uh, I think it was Healthline.com. Uh, so I wrote it down for you. Just a few things you could do. Uh, foods that are rich in antioxidants. You should always eat a bigger breakfast and then um, a medium-sized lunch and a smaller dinner. Avoid trans fats. Cut down on carbs. Have less refined carbs. More fiber in your diet. Swapping protein sources from animal protein to a more plant-based protein. Um, and of course, other stuff like get active 30 minutes out of the day, at least. If you're not like a workout junkie, which I'm not. Um... Try to relax. And by relaxing, it doesn't mean like sit in a room. By relaxing is do things that make you happy. Have you time. You need me time. You time. Us time. Whatever time. Um, Cut down on caffeine. Which I know it's hard um, for some people. Especially if you work nights or long hours. Um, I know I work. 12 hours at the nursing home so and I work nights so that it's a hard one um increase your iron and then it also um pointed out four natural supplements that you could take such as maca m-a-c-a also bee pollen bee propolis and royal jelly. Um, I guess those are natural um, supplements that you could take to 
um, boost your fertility as well as other things. You can never go wrong. But as always, this is where trusting your doctor and trusting your partner comes in. Because everybody's body is differently. Every medication makes all people in the same room react differently. So what's right for you is not right for me. So before starting the exercise routine or changing your diet or any of that sort, I would totally consult with a doctor because I'm not a doctor. And I know everybody says that, but I'm really not. <laughs> I'm just doing my research. And um, that's what I found. I'm looking to tweak some things here and there. I did have that leg surgery, so I'm not able to be as active as I want to. So right now, all I can do is change my diet and slowly be more active. So, um... Yes, consult with your partner what works for your lifestyle, your budget. Um, consult with your doctor any and all exercise that you want to do for your body. Um, any diets that you want to do. Food changes, if they're good, if they're not. Any supplements that I would take. Um, I would also consult with your doctor. Especially with your OBGYN because they, I mean, the point of this is for you to get your body ready for when you do house your little human. So, <clears throat> you don't just want to start doing this once you're pregnant. You want to start doing it before so your body gets, it's like you're getting a house ready. You know what I mean? Like you're building a house that's already equipped to take care of your little human. So. Um, eating healthy should already be a thing. Um, I know I said cutting caffeine. But maybe finding other natural ways to um, get a boost of energy. Um, and I know there are some medicines that my doctor said absolutely you cannot take. This, so I have stopped taking them, um, just because I am getting my body ready for whenever it happens. So I just want to encourage you to know that, yeah, you're not pregnant yet, but it can't hurt to start now. Um, I know I was blessed today. By someone close to me. That. Um, I had no idea. Was having. Fertility issues. And. She. It was just a blessing to have someone. Close to me. Know what I'm going through. Other than my spouse. Because of course he knows. But you know. Even though they try to be there as much as they can, they're boys and they don't they don't know what goes on in our body. And I mean they are inside of our body. So when we have those losses or month after month after month you just can't get pregnant. Um 
yeah, they go through it with you and they mourn the loss with you or they get frustrated with you, but it's a whole different um thing when you your mental health they can try to understand but they can't because they don't have the same functions as we do um so anyway i want to encourage you to have a support system as well i have touched on that um and my support system's getting bigger and i love it i love that i have someone else to go to now when i'm just frustrated and ready to give up or um just want to cry or i don't know but i love that i have a support system now other than my small circle that i can talk to and uh bounce ideas back and forth with so anyways that's when so going back to i digress going back to diet and changes like that that's when talking to your doctor and trusting your doctor comes in also talking with your family because obviously you would be making these diet changes with your family also not just you or you're just gonna give up um (laughs) after one or two days so you know talk to your doctor before taking any supplements talk to your partner talk to your doctor about exercise routines and diet changes and then I would um talk to my support system about the changes that I'm making it gives us accountability and also it gives us a support system to where if you just say I'm having a bad day, I really want a donut. I know that sounds silly, but it's true. Um, and you just can't have that donut because you know that you're trying to do something good long term. You just call this person or your spouse, whatever. Just yell. Just, just yell. Or maybe you can have a... Um, healthy snack that is also sweet not a donut but also sweet that's healthy so anyways that's my tip of the day I went off on a tangent because I'm just having a good day y'all after I find out that I have more of a circle I'm just happy today okay I had a bad night because I was at the hospital but and I haven't slept in 24 hours. But I'm happy. I'm really happy. So. You never know what someone else is going through. And what their struggles are. So let's pray for one another. If you believe in prayer. Let's pray for one another. Send positive vibes. To one another. And that's why we need to talk about it. That's why. We need to be more open about what's going on. So someone else doesn't feel like there's nobody in my circle. And that's how I felt. Like nobody was in my corner in my circle. 
And after I talked to this person, I'm just, it made my whole day. So that's all I got to say. I won't talk about it no more. And I am going to go probably take a nap because I need a nap. Anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful Friday night. Be careful if you live in Nashville. The NFL draft is going on, so traffic. And be careful if you're out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't do that. You shouldn't do that anyway, but don't do that. Alright, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye, guys. So, I thought that National Fertility Awareness Week ended tomorrow, but it actually ends today. And I don't feel good. But anyways. Uh, my last tip of the day is uh, let's be more open. And I understand that uh, it's a difficult subject to talk about. But because it's such a difficult subject to talk about, we feel like we're on our own. And we're not. There's lots of people around us that are going through the same thing that we are. But because we don't talk about it, we don't know. And I'm not saying go out there and shout it off from the rooftops. But if you know someone close to you that you love and trust or you just know um, that they're going through something and you did or you have or whatnot, I think it's awesome to have that open line of communication to let someone know. Hey, you're not alone. And if you've listened to this, but you're not going through infertility, uh, thank you for listening. And I hope that gives you a little bit more insight into uh, what we go through. It's not easy, but it's easier when you have someone in your corner. So, um... I hope that you guys had a good weekend and I will be back Monday with a new subject. Love you guys. Bye.